Ahoy! Hello! Welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast and it's back once again. Uh, my name's Dan. Thank you for listening. I'm here with Connor. Yes. And... Uh, I enjoyed how I enjoyed that energy. Well, it's been it's been it's been a busy week. And yeah, I feel like we've kind of got to a point where I'm happy right now. Okay, it's yeah. because you've been well fed and well boozed. We are on the hunt. We are stateside still in NYC, searching for a brand new co-host. And our search today has taken us to Pasta by Hudson, like just an incredible uh, Italian. Well, down. By, by the way, everyone's aware that listens. You're vegetarian, so you haven't tried the meatballs here, which. I need to talk on behalf of you about them. Did you try the pizza? You, you tried the pizza. You tried the pizza. Yeah, pizza. The vegetarian pizza. Really good. These meatballs are the best meatballs I've ever had in my life. There you go. There's and I've always thought IKEA was the best. These are way better. These are way better. We are jumping the gun. You'll hear all about that, I assume, in the next episode. This one. Yeah, we're at Passive Hudson. We're still on the search for this co-host, and it has brought us to. Mike LaBelle, who does like quite a lot. What's the, how do I describe you? Like content creator, professional FIFA player? Yeah, I would look at myself now as maybe being more of a presenter and creator in the uh, sports and gaming industry. You do you. But mostly like, around FIFA and like basketball as well. Businessman. Sure. Yeah. Mike LaBelle. I think everybody's an entrepreneur to a certain degree if you create content. Yeah, I'm, we're, I think we're entrepreneurs. <laughs> he, he told me he was getting a new piece of jewelry every time y'all went to another podcast. That's why he's got like four rings, yeah, he's got exactly a necklace, it. two yeah, earrings. Yeah. Connor's looking good at the moment. I've been saying all day that Connor looks a bit like. I Nikki think you should move Bruce. here. You fit in here. Your you look know, is um, very popular here. You're getting a lot of, and you have an accent. This will be very popular. In when the, I run in my hands through my head, you know who I think I look like. Did you ever watch Saved by the Bell? Yes, I can see this. And I was even thinking Grease before that, but I think you've got a better example. Yeah. You were a little greasy, now Saved by the Bell is better. It's the hand run. So I you feel like when we were by the Friends building earlier and I was doing this, there was a lot of people looking at me like, who is this guy? Is it Mark Paul Gosseler? <laughs> yeah, yeah, could be. Could be. Could be. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Right, here's the deal. Thank you so much for listening. We are <laughs> we are going to present to you facts. We've got nine on the way. You just decide whether they are worth remembering or if they should be chucked into that big bin of nonsense. It's me, it's Mike LaBelle, and it's Zach from Saved by the Bell. Or oh, were you hey. thinking AC Slater? Either one works for me. I think Screech. A young Johnny Depp as well. I think I think more Screech, if I'm yeah. honest. Connor, take it away. What's your first fact? Right, we're going to start nice and strong. We've been down past the by Hudson recently, eating loads of great food, right? And I'm telling you, this is the best Italian food I've ever had. But um, I wanted to talk about a ridiculously expensive pizza. The most expensive pizza in the world. 
gold crusted or whatever. It's right? twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. It's twelve. What's on the pizza? Thousand dollars. So it takes seventy two hours to make. It's it can be time. only made in your home by three Italian chefs. No, not worth it. Well, hold on. Hold. They come to the home. No, it's the fine. three Italian chefs. Maybe are you get in your like home. an Italian experience. It's not it? worth it. Is it like, Maybe it's right? more than just the pizza. It's so you're sitting there it. thinking, what's it topped with? Three types of caviar, buffalo no. mozzarella, lobster from it. Norway, and Salento, and pink Australian sea salt with a finish gold flake oh. there's only one way that that would be worth it if this. you learned italian with that visit so for twelve thousand dollars everyone yeah. in the house also acquired italian yeah as a permanent language you're now yeah. fluent yeah and then you also got the food right yeah. so um so you learn a language and you get a pizza that doesn't exist many places for twelve thousand dollars in 24 hours potentially potentially probably less you probably can't even get them for 24 hours <laughs> yeah you um are you, are you any good at cooking like I'm okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't charge twelve thousand for a, a slice of pizza. I fly a, you a over. From, I fly you over to London. I want Mike LaBelle. I want full everything. I want thief. I want it all. And I want you to make me a pizza. What's that coming in at? I think this would be a great cooking show. I, I, it's going to be expensive for a day rate though to go with that. <laughs> day rate. Yeah. I think it's a few grand. I got to come to your house. I got to cook for you. I'm not even saying is the cooking is going to be what it is. It's just the time of there, the investment. Yeah. I'm coming with personality jokes. I might even bring an ambiance with me. But I don't. I might come with company. I might surprise you in your home. Thing is, Mike, it's all great, but I don't care about any of that. Why? Well, that, but I'm that's what you're booking. That's what you're booking though. Otherwise, we can go to a cozy place that has brick. You know walls, and it's it, it's been here for three hundred years, and you what? don't care. Yeah, it's I just good. I just want to know how much it's going to cost you to make me a pizza. I don't need jokes. I'll send need you. I'll send you a DiGiorno if you want. That's it's, probably the most efficient way to do this. That will actually won't hit in the UK. As talented and as great as Mike is, I think if Mike made a pizza, you're looking at five dollars. Five dollars? Yeah, it's five dollars. Anything else? Great. Well, how you feel about that? It's one of my. It's one of my facts. Can I jump the gun here? No, you got relevant yeah. to this. So, based in New York. Over the last 50 years, the same price to get on the subway is the same price as a slice of pizza. So I don't think I'd be at a higher value than a New York slice of pizza. So, so I'd not even at $5 then. It's right. two seventy-five dollars for a subway. If that's the average, maybe I'm giving you a dollar slice at best. You see, so the difference is with London is that London's travel prices are more on the $12,000. <laughs> You're getting onto your soapbox. Yeah, because it's... So we're not a political podcast, but every now and then, you know, Connor gets very passionate about some things. So I'm still, I'm still decongesting the first one. No, no, no. So we, we, we've kind of, we've kind of paired. We've moved on from no, the Italian. So I'm done with it. I just can't because so twelve thousand dollars, right, for the most expensive pizza. Right. So you get a that's lobster, a no go. That's a no go though. All day, you could pick a chef and pay them twelve k to come to your day. Any chef yeah. you probably want in the world. So, so you're, you're not going to three. Pick, yeah, but you don't get three Italians. We don't know the quality Mike, of their Italian routine. We don't know what they're Mike, doing. Mike, what's your favorite meal in the world? I mean, it varies a little bit with what I'm eating. I'm really into raviolis, which is an odd item, I think, to be into. Lobster ravioli? I'll eat a lobster ravioli, mm. but I'm really into raviolis. Um, I've been eating a lot of Korean barbecue recently. Right. Big fan of Korean barbecue. Yeah, big We've been, right? yeah, l- lately uh, in New York, especially, they're doing a lot of fusions, which I think is getting interesting with some of the tapas. Yeah. Some Spanish tapas in your life. Yeah. Makes me very happy. It's lighter. It's fun. We have a glass of wine, a little vino. You guys mm. like using the word vino? A little vino. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't use the word vino as much as you. I don't think Brits do. I hear it and I hear it. I hear it all the time. I don't know if you've been watching our shows. I don't know where it's coming from. So, but I'm hearing vino yeah. all the time. I vino, present vino, to you. Vino. I present to you a lovely ravioli, you know, made by the most- Melts in my mouth. Yeah. Flavor The most pristine of American chefs. You want to know how much they're going to pay? Softest lobster around. Yeah, you've got vino, which allegedly we say a lot. Maybe a little bit of garlic bread on the side. Mm-hmm. Maybe some mozzarella balls. Maybe some of the rice ones that they do. What's the words of those rice balls? 
I don't know where you're going with rice balls. Arancini, a bit of arancini. Oh, okay. Arancini, that's it, producer. Adam, I think you, you downplayed them with rice balls. Uh, I, I flick it with rice balls. They are balls made of rice. I, I just doesn't sound as good. I, 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 I top it with. 24 karat gold and I don't care about flakes. 24 karat gold on top no, of No, here's the thing, Mike. No one does. I just right. need to, can I just, can I just interrupt? I'm just going to say, if there is any Italian listener right now, I'm so sorry. Because this has been a complete catastrophe. How much are you paying for it? Like, what's the top end? For the best raviolis, they're not that expensive a dish. Maybe 40 bucks, $45? But the best chef in the, chef in the world. I don't know. I don't know. Who's That's the best a lot chef for raviolis. That's a lot. Gordon Ramsay, Marco Pierre White. I'm just saying, we can go. We get raviolis here for what? 20 bucks? 18 bucks? 24 bucks? How much are your raviolis? Uh, lobster stuffed raviolis. 35 and... No, but that's lobster stuffed. Regular raviolis. Mushroom raviolis. 30. Right. Well, we've oh, introduced really? you Mushroom now. raviolis. 30. They're phenomenal. Can you bring... That's a good order. Yeah. I, we had those last time. They were phenomenal. Hey, Siri. Have you had these? No. Because so, I know you don't eat meat. I so, want to support you. The mushroom raviolis are phenomenal. I just... Uh, but the glory... Right. So there's a few things here. So... 30 bucks, I guess, is what it costs here. I said I'd pay up to 40, 45. <laughs> so I'll buy his raviolis. So th- that's a... Uh, <laughs> it's in my range. So that's Brandon Faye, who, who passed by Hudson, he's the head <laughs> chef, the proprietor. He is coming on this podcast in a bit. Two questions, two things here. One, no one has given me as much concern about my vegetarianism of you as you have. So thank you very much for that. Also, Brandon, you can you can yell, point your microphone in his direction. Twelve thousand dollars for pizza. No, but he's also a Shark Team chef. Shark yeah. Team. You talk about ordering a chef. We can have a chef. No, I know that's what I'm saying. I want your opinion. So Brandon, for, what's your opinion? Very quickly, for anyone listening right now, you're going to be sitting there thinking. Brandon, you're going to hear on the next episode, yeah, yeah, right? So it's a, um, he's a good guy. Brandon, ravioli, lobster. It's filled, it's good, it's fresh. What are we paying? No, no. I got one word for you. I'm baffled. Yeah. There we go. I'm yeah. paying 12 grand. I would pay up yeah, to 60 great. for the lobster stuff. Do you know what? But I, I was to... thinking when my answer is a regular ravioli, you know. We've double, we've double factored here. We've gone from expensive yeah. pizza to, to, to cheap pizza. I'd, I'd say one thing. If I was a billionaire... Mm. I still wouldn't spend $12,000 no, on a pizza. On. No, never, never. That's like to say you did it. That's for somebody else. It's not even for you at that point. So no, if you're a billionaire, you not spending £12,000 on pizza is like you being a millionaire and not spending $12 on pizza. That's the, that's the, that's the equivalent yeah. comparison. If you're a billionaire, you spending twelve grand on pizza is like... I don't think you're getting a superior product. If it's, no, if it's like... got so no, much money. Got gold cares. going everywhere. Like, that's not going like, to improve the, the flavor. I do need to say one thing. I talk, I talk about my girlfriend a lot on this podcast. I love her very much. Big flex. Yeah, her name's Hayley. Mm. Yeah, you can... Hello, Hayley. She's great. I would love to bring three Italian chefs into our flat in London, have them cook. That's a, caviar, that's a story for a different podcast. Lobster, and for many reasons, yes, the Italian chefs, and gold-flaked pizza. She'd love it. Yeah, but you can do that. You could call three Italians and get that job done at a fraction of the cost. Yeah. 12K is up there. So we double factored there. We had 12,000 series. I, I jumped no, the gun. Man, I jumped we also the gun. Had, so what was it? The cheapest. Let, let's so the same. So for the last 50 years, yeah. the uh, trip on the subway is averaged out to the same price as a slice of pizza. Yeah, for 50 crazy. years straight in New York. So that's and what's a fact. the slice of pizza? It's $4.99. Well, two seventy five is the average then based on this because that's where we're at with yeah. the subway right now. Yeah. So some pizza places, obviously more. We got a lot of dollar slices, a couple of dollar slices. In the UK, the, the, like how an inflation is measured to make it understandable for us mere mortals is based on a pint of milk. It's like, well, this is how much a pint of milk is. So that's how much inflation has gone up or down, up or down. Do you know what it's done by in New York? Like what they, how, how they represent it to you mere mortals? Is uh, it like a slice of pizza? Uh, the, well, you could measure it in pizza, but it still <coughs> uses the same metric where it's like, well, how much are eggs? 
How much is milk? I think it's very similar across both of our, um, I, I guess, representations, both of our countries. The only thing that's different is our metric system is the only, we're the only people that use it. Yeah. I don't know why we did that. If we can actually make this episode about that, I'd love to know why as Americans we use a different met metric system than the rest of the world. I think that might alienate quite a lot of people if we dedicate the next 40 minutes. To yeah, I don't think they're going to be, system. I just I just wondered the entirety of my life. Anybody I talk to that's not from the US has no idea what I'm talking about. We had a big song and dance. It was just before I think we were born. It might have been late 80s. Big song and dance, maybe a bit earlier about going to the metric system. I think you know, we're going to do Lurpak. We're going to do kilometers. What's the Lurpak? Oh yes, it's a cost of living crisis right now. Butter. Lurpak? Butter, Lurpak, yeah, for yeah. the roof. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't anyway, heard this. Okay, sorry. Sounds like a suspect group of I would like say nutrients. In yeah, our, yo, you, you took those new nerd Lurpak before? It's a great bar. In, our, in, in, in all our podcasts we've done in New York City, you know, I'm here at least to try and find a new podcast. Connor's been here and everyone airing your grievances about Lurpak. Ridiculous. Cost of living crisis and your Lurpak's going up nine pounds, eight pounds. Ridiculous. Anyway, what I was saying, yeah, it's it's been a, there was a big song and dance. We were changing to the metric system and no one gives Yeah. No one cares. Tell you what, we double facted there. What a strong entry. What a strong start to a great episode. Let me take it away. Have you ever heard of the Citigroup Centre? No. Or the Citicore Centre? It's a skyscraper, 59 storeys at 601 Lexington Avenue in Midtown Manhattan. Just at the top of your mind, can you, do you know where that is? Can you describe where... I know where Midtown Manhattan is. Where yes. Lexington is? Yes. Like the Lexington the Avenue? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dead centre in Manhattan, actually. It could be like slightly to the east side if you really wanted to push it. So 59-storey New York skyscraper, they built it in 90, well, just before 1978, and then they discovered this huge structural flaw. They hadn't taken into account the fact it might get windy, and there was almost a 10% chance that it would fall down and there would be power outages at any point because the people who made it just didn't give any of an idea about this. And yeah, they got hugely sued for it. Because uh, if the building was to could be toppled, could be blown down by a 70 mile per hour wind, which is so they built, very common. They built a building. And this was, set, this was kept secret for 17 years after it was made. So the building was built. Skyscraper. 59 was stories. A, what was the percentage of it blowing over? Well, uh, six, six and a bit percent. So a very, very high percentage, though, that it could blow over. For That's a, a big a, result. Like a, a big negative result. Yeah. For a skyscraper. Like, I wouldn't want to live in a building that had a 6% chance of, like, if it got too windy, that could be a wrap. And also, did you see last week? You guys were here for this. We had a, um, this happened right around the corner from here, actually. In, in Fidei, we had the uh, collapse of, uh, it was next door to where, garage, where my girl right? lives. Yeah, the garage collapse. So this is. She was like, like, reporters were paying her for information. I feel like 6% is low. Yeah, but no, but for, for your, your life, would you bet on that? Like, if you oh, live no, in that yeah, building... I'll probably, go, I'll probably go on 1%, yeah. Yes, lower no, than no, no, one. Yeah, no, 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 Jeez. no. Jeez. I'll probably value myself yeah, like, 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 like Our hand sanitizer is like 99, 99.99% Like, And <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. telling me 6% is good in your housing? What? I'll go in there for that. 0% Z is what you got. You should be yeah, no, you need, Zero. Yeah, yeah. This, this is 6.25%. And you're probably paying millions of dollars to live in the building with a 6% That was chance In the three years we've been doing this, there's a lot of moments where I say things. And then I realise quite quickly that was one of those moments. And what's yeah. interesting is that I lower the percentage of my life. Yeah, zero percent. It was a young student, 0%. an architectural student named Lee De Carolis, who actually figured this out uh, that, that, that this could happen because who? it was so tall and unknown. Lee De Carolis. Lee De Carolis, who is who was a young art architectural student who at the time figured out that if there is a bit of a high wind, 
this might topple over. And the problem was, is that they discovered this in 78. They didn't... It was kept secret until 95. So, did they get... Did they have to re-sort of adjust the building to make it less likely to blow down? It's like, a great question, Connor. The answer of which I do not know. Did they tear down the building? Was there? An, I do yeah, not I agree know. with you. I want to know the the fall. Yeah, yeah, sure. You gave us to... a stab, but we didn't have any future information. We yeah, want to know what happens. Like you gave us the opener to the story or the movie. Yes, yeah, so we didn't hit a climax. Now is not the time for yeah. constructive criticism. We're not doing on air. We're not doing on air. You know, so just quickly, in our strive to find the new co-host for Baffled. This right here is a very, very strong thing that I need, which is just allowing you to understand where more research is needed. Oh, wh- by the way, welcome to New York. Happy to have you here. <laughs> yeah. We've been talking about getting together for a minute, so I'm happy that we were to put this yeah. together. You're very kind. Thank yeah, you very I'm, much. I'm buying you time right now to give us the result that we want. Yeah, you... Oh, wait, I see I the computer and fingers moving. It still exists. So this you still have still a 6% there? of chance of still dying? Um... They definitely adjusted that. Was it? Did they half it? Are we three percent? Is it like off the table? What's the situation? My as soon as I go to look at it, my phone almost blows up, and the the website goes squiggly. It goes wiggly. All the words jump all over the place. It's almost like they don't want me to know. We are sitting in like a basement, so it's not our fault. It's all fine. It's almost like this website doesn't want me to know. Like someone's altered it. Someone's changed it. Connor, give us your second fact of the show, please. Uh, Kentucky, been there, Mike? I've driven through Kentucky, so technically, yes. And liked it? I couldn't tell you a lot about it. I stopped for food in there and I had barbecue. I have a great question okay. to ask. Does it count if you drive through a state? Have you been there even if you don't set foot on Earth? It counts as being there, firma. but with the disclaimer. So the answer is, is yes, right? it counts, but it has to come with a disclaimer. Did you think it was busy? No. Right. But disclaimer has to be supported. Do you, you understand that, right? Like it's just—it's like if I said I went to England, yeah. even though I went for a day, I went. But I can't—I need to tell you I went for a day. Like I need to tell you up front that I didn't go for a week. Yeah, two weeks, and if you go to month, the airport, if you go to the no, Heathrow, then it doesn't count. It doesn't count. International you, land. And if you're gonna say that, then you can say I stopped at the airport. It needs to come with that statement 100. Well, well, anyway, to give, you, to give you more of a ridiculous reason why Great. Kentucky Talking about be, chicken. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Did you know there is more bourbon? than people in Kentucky. That's like on brand. Okay. I've been to Kentucky. I've driven through there. So take a listen to this, right? The bourbon industry is growing at a fast pace, which we know. It's massive in the UK as well. I don't know if it's big over here. Big over here now, bourbon? It's huge in the UK. There's this wonderful place I'd love to take you if you're into whiskey and bourbon. We can do that later. Okay. Perfect. Absolutely. I'm not After a big whiskey drinker, but I will support you in whatever you want to commit to. So Kentucky produced 96% of the world's bourbon. Due to high demand, Kentucky stores about 4.7 million barrels filled with bourbon. Surprisingly, the number of barrels outweighs the population of Kentucky at 4.3 residents. That means there is more barrels of bourbon in Kentucky right now than there are humans. So we're from London and there's almost twice as many people in London as there is in the whole state of Kentucky. Well, I actually saw like, and I'd love you to fact check this, but I want to say like the population of New York is like 30 something states population like if you added them up yeah if you pick like the 30 is new, is new york busy then i wouldn't know I'd... oh no you wouldn't That's know. Bonus fact. No, yeah no. just it's not on my list but it's like 30 something states if you put them all together right you had the sum of those states i don't know which states they are i don't have this prepared as a statistic i know that you're googling um it equals out to the population of New York City. Well, the, my, my, I want to go back to the Kentucky fact because I've, I've got a little bit of a concern here and I wanted to get your take on it. So 4.7 million barrels 
of bourbon. Over 4.3 million people. Is that a concern at less of people or a concern on the amount of alcohol we've got there? Because that's a lot of bloody alcohol. 4.7 million barrels. How much alcohol that is, yeah, and it's bourbon. Is this like, alcohol that they are consuming personally, no, or it's a business venture? So yeah, but yeah. They, they, I think that Kentucky bourbon is, is. There's companies that are right. built out of Kentucky that create the bourbon. Therefore, I actually think this is an asset. They're selling this. It's an right. investment play. So therefore, the people should it, be happy. It's one of the uh, the ways that they're making money. It's an economy yeah. move. I don't think that they're all consuming it. They're right. in on it. So what's the saying that Biggie Smalls had? Uh, it, it was like. Um, what, what, when you don't do the drugs that you're selling. You're asking to like a few What's of the whitest the, people in the world from Britain what Biggie Small you know, said. Yeah, don't get high on your own supply. They are How far away they is are you supplying, from that answer, They are supplying bourbon, but they're not drinking the bourbon. Right, right so I've done some digging. <laughs> I can't tell you what it is. I should, I should say I had two pints now, so like yeah, I, I can't drink loose. like these guys. So two pints, I'm a different guy. Right. right. Uh, I, I can't take it cumulatively, but I can tell you that 38 states have less people in the entire state than in New York City. Alone. That's what I was trying to get at. You got the stat that I was looking Can for. I knew it was in the 30s. Let's, Thank you. Let's play Mike LaBelle bingo. Can you name me the nine states that have more people hold than on, in New on, York City? Hold on, hold on. Before I do this, Mike LaBelle bingo. Mike LaBelle bingo. Yeah! All right. Woo! So 100% California is more. Correct. Texas is more. Yeah. God, I, I want to say strongly. I don't know if it's true, but I want to say Florida is more. Kentucky yeah. or? No. No, yeah, no, 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 no. You need people that are like high density where they're living. A lot of states have like a city that pops off. I feel like I'm missing some really Ooh. big ones right now. You're near, so near Florida. That's where I need to be going? And there's one very near Florida. I don't know what you're... I'm getting signed all well, I'm sort of right and left here. Yeah, you're Depends just like you giving me... Like no, he he, I don't like what you're Connor's giving Connor's making movements. arm movements and doesn't understand... Doesn't all right, like so Pennsylvania will uh, yeah, be more. Um, I know it's not where it's close. Um, Illinois will be more. Chicago's there, yeah. Okay. That's five. Sweet what? home! I need four more. He's Oh, he's no. sweet. Oh. No way. Really? Alabama. No, no way. No. That's not. Like, I don't, don't do this. That, I, I didn't guess that. I want to be no, very clear. I said okay. no to that. I said no to that. We're at five. Um, yeah, I did not. That was not my guess. I'm, I'm itching. I'm itching for like, I don't think it can be like, I was thinking like a Seattle and Washington, but I don't think that's there. I don't think that's going to be enough to puppet. Oh, yeah, you're right. New Jersey will be more six. Um, What's the question again? <laughs> there are. Two pints in, Mike's really struggling. What um, is the question we're at, though? There are, there are thirty. So there are what? Uh, 10, 11 states. I'm gonna that take have got more. Well, well, we got six right now. Six. I want to take. I think I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Georgia. What is the question? Atlanta, Georgia. Come on, that's seven. We're seven in. How many close. states have like more people off. than Hold just on. New York City? Right. I don't know if this will make no, no, the but we're, we're very close though. I think we're there must seven. be eleven. Oh, you said there's 11. I thought you said nine. But there, were, well, there are 38 states that have yeah. fewer people than so New York City. So your math, it should be 12. Yeah, but New York's one of them. New oh, York got State's it, got one. it, got it. So 11. Fair enough. Okay. Um, what else? I can tell you. You've, I think you've Tennessee's got one, probably got two, it. Tennessee is there? Four, one second. Uh, five, six. You've not got six. Tennessee is not one of them. Oh, so I would have had my but first miss. 
What am I missing right now? That's definite. Like a lot of the Midwest is there's not that heavily populated. There's a Texas. couple that are very surprising. I already, I already yeah. hit that. I already smashed Smash it. Yeah. I see, I'm just <laughs> I, saying, I already smashed it. No, no, it, but yeah. I'm just saying like even Arizona or New Mexico, if we go that yeah. direction, I don't think they're getting it. I don't think Nevada's getting it. It's only Vegas. Hang on, there's... A lot of the Midwest, like if you're going Montana, you're going Wisconsin, you're going, I'm just like, they don't have that people. They don't have people like that. Oh, I think you might have just four left. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to dabble in the game of like highly populated areas. I'm Montana? Talking about no way. No, that's super space, rural. Super space, rural. New yeah. Mexico. No. Mm-hmm. Maybe something else East Coast that we're missing? Illinois. We already got that. I got that. Surely Ohio's not in there. Really? Ohio. People live in Ohio. Yeah. I lived there for a year. Cincinnati. I wouldn't recommend big, it. Big place. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, wow. Ohio's in there. Right, I'm gonna give you like 30 give me more some seconds. Pennsylvania. Michigan's a good shout. I'll Michigan, take Michigan. I'll take Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. Well done. I'll take Michigan. You know we need two more. Think of the biggest colleges. Yeah. You've got. We already Michigan's got one of the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you've got sure. two more. Give us a moment. Pennsylvania. Uh, we already got that. He's uh, googling, but we already biggest, got that. You would know this. What are the biggest sports colleges? No, but the, a lot of them are in places that suck. Like the places no, but like, those like sports can, colleges have big tent populations. Like so Alabama, so Kentucky cool. won't be there. No, 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 no. Correct. Yeah, but that's also because it's like a lot of farms. I'll take Minnesota. No. Oh. I'm saying they got a couple of bigger cities. And there. I'll give you a clue. Yeah, we'll take a clue. These two states border each other. Ooh. I don't know what a map looks like. Denver. Oh, that's a good one. Colorado's a good shot. I'll take nope. that. No. It's too spread out again, I think. On the East Coast? They're both on the East Coast. Yeah. It can't be like Maine. It can't be all the other ones are small ass states. Connecticut surely doesn't have the people, even though it's close to here. It just can't have the people. Um, we already got Pennsylvania that's there. I'm just trying to think. You know, we could go like um, um, DC or something if we're going to go that no, direction. No, not DC. And then we have a little surprise for you, gentlemen. What do you have? Mushroom ravioli. Oh, mushroom ravioli is a result. Oh. Oh, bring them, bring them, bring them. I agree. So we've had an arrival of uh, right. Mushroom ravioli. Yes. It's Virginia and North Carolina. Who'd have thought? Uh, that? Who'd have thought? I'm Virginia. Not even, I'm not mad at missing those two. Actually, I'm not mad at missing those. No, but I'm not mad at missing. A lot of people like going to North Carolina, but it's still debatable. Okay. Mushroom ravioli. Ready? Are you gonna feed it to me? I think it looks hot. Is that a bit weird? I don't care. You're, you know what's depressing? You're the, and that's not depressing for you. My life. You're the most famous person that's ever fed me ravioli. That's fine. Like the only thing that's been oh, yeah, yeah. Is it too hot? You got yeah, it? Yeah, it's like I'm ready. Give me your person. I'm not posting. You're not pushing. There needs to be give and take. All Otherwise, right. I'm like eating your hair. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to take the whole ravioli on this. <laughs> it looked hot. I wanted to test run it. You. You're up, dog. Come here. Okay. Mushroom ravioli. Phenomenal. It's hot. Open up. That a boy. That a boy. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Napkins can be sent your You're way. You're running your crumb today, my friend. Yeah, well, we, feed we feed our people. We feed our people. Right. <laughs> it is great, right? Adam, do you want one? Yeah, I just left it on his face. It's like, ah. Take this off my hands. Wait, right, wait let's I want go one of those. Yeah, yeah, I might want one. So talking about food, we just, uh, you know, we're here past by Hudson and we've just been given these incredible mushroom raviolis. <laughs> so we can't thank our host enough for that. Very good. Give us your second fact, mate. Okay. Well, I was going to go food, but now I'm going to alcohol. The Bloody Mary was created here. 1921. In this specific restaurant in Pasta by Hudson? I don't know about the specific restaurant, but in New York City. Do we know why? Or no, how? I have no idea. I so guarantee you the reason that was created was for it's, a hangover. I was 100%. actually, I think it was created because of somebody maybe had a hangover, but they wanted to hang out with their girlfriend. Yeah. And their girlfriend was named Mary. 
Right, or a so, wife. So they, they was like, are you hungover? Bloody Mary, I tell you. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And we probably took it from you, yeah. and then we claimed it. So that would make a lot of sense. I bloody am, Mary. You guys say bloody, we don't say bloody, unless it's violent. And that's not what you guys would use bloody for. It's not like I, a, uh, I don't know what it's like in New York. I but think it's a gammy drink. Bloody Mary in London, you, it's really hard to get a good one. I just think they're a gammy really, drink. Really, really hard it. to get a good one. So bad, in fact, that I was at a bar in London before I come here, and a guy was making it for himself in the bar. He had all the ingredients in front of him. He was a punter in a bar, and he's making his own drink. You'd get kicked out of that bad he's paying money to make the drink for himself in a bar good drinks they're great drinks when you're hungry. no one needs that much tomato no one needs the bittiness they don't need celery no no one likes it it's a a myth people pretend they like it because they want to be seen to be enjoying it i would agree i'm not i'm not like co-signing the bloody mary but i will say this have you ever had a michelada so it's more of a South American influence, but it, I don't think it tastes like a Bloody Mary, but it has a little bit oh, of that. I have the time in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, really popular. So it's going to be like a spicy beer. Mm. And they usually have they some put sort like of... A, it's like a rim glass. Yeah, and they usually have a mix, which that, that mix is where that, depending how they do it, you might have a little bit of that Bloody Mary in. So it's a beer. It is a beer so that's going like to have a like a spicy mix included into it. It's actually like a spicy beer. Beer. I really love it. Yeah. But I don't know if you've had the right ones. Like they can go thick. They can be really light. I like when you get like a very refreshing enchilada. There's only one thing that helps you out when you are hanging. Mm-hmm. There's only one type of booze, and that's a Bucks Fizz, a mimosa. Well, I was going to say an IV. Well, there is that. IV is undefeated. Are you guys doing IVs? No, we don't do IVs. Really, we have services now where you get them for a subscription. In New York for just, IVs. Just, that, it, that's just too 2023 for me. I just can't hack it. No, no, no. It'll save you so much time at work. Uh, a Bucks fizz. I like, want you to be your best on the podcast. That's on, very, let's, let's, let's combine our hangover foods. We've got Donna Meat, Bloody Mary, and an IV. And probably no, wings. you got to get some wings or something. Yeah, we some use some dirty carbs. So an IV... Donna kebab, wings, and a Bucks Fizz. I'm going to be like a, a Red win, Bull. Win. I need a Red Bull to rev back up. I yeah, got a Red, back a red up. Bull as well yeah. to lift. Yeah, oh, I like it. Always take the chance. And a Bloody Mary, which was invented here. Second fact of the show for me. In the 19th century, there were professional knocker-uppers. And you wow, would, this and, is good. I haven't heard this before. And you would employ them to wake you up. You'd get, they'd get you out of bed. That's sure not what I thought he was going no, with. I, I thought you were sure. talking about the early, like, surrogates. I wasn't no, sure. Like, the reverse, <laughs> I thought he was saying, like, reverse surrogate. Yeah. Right? Like, the, like instead of, like, someone right. carrying a child, you deliver it. Right. Even later than that. You send, you send our boy Adam. And I need, I need, I need to get your, that's a, that's a reference. <laughs> they just did a, a podcast, I think, with Adam, right? Yeah. So you, Adam Misley was on the show. And I tell you what, that guy's a Adonis. What a name. Miserly. That's his real name. Do you know what? I just say, I need to say something as well. So uh, f- f- for those listening, Mike is a good friend of Adam who was on the show earlier, previous episode. Go back and listen if you fancy it. Now, since, I, uh, since I've been around Adam, I've questioned a lot of myself. So I'm just going to let, let you know what he looked like. Oh, I wish that he was still on town. Tommy the Green Every time I've caught myself in the mirror, I've been like... I told you what he looked like. Yeah. Tommy the Green Power. If it helps you in any way, his feet are terrible looking. Right. Anyway... My fact, please. <laughs> it was a great fact, which has been rained over by Adam again. Like, my life has been rained over by him so many times. I came to New York for a lovely trip, and I've got this good Greek, like, Adonis. No, no, you've had a great time in New York. I in the tell. 19th century, there were professional knocker-uppers. They had sticks, people had sticks, and they would knock and wake people up out of bed. You would pay these people to wake you up until the 1970s in some areas around the UK. 
incredible. Do you know that's still a great stat. Well, like, let me ask you this that's a great stat. Let me ask you this question. Great fact. That's my favorite fact of the show. Thank you. And it'll only get better. Serious? In, in the, that's a, such a random thing. You would never think. Like, what, what did you have before alarm clocks? You had someone that wake, woke you up that you had to pay to knock knock your door. $12,000 pizza. This, I'm just saying, I like this. This right. seems very logical does at a different seem, time period in life. In your opinion as an American, does it seem very British? The idea of a knocker up there. Hello, just, mate. I have knock, a window, knock, knock. I think. I think the name's you wrong. just wake up to the window. I don't like the... The, 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 the name does sound a I little think bit the, different. I think the problem here is the name. You cannot be called a knocker-upper and people not take the mickey out of you. It was, on, we're from London. If you turn up and you're like, what do you do for a living? I'm a knocker-upper. That's yeah, it. This was, this, was going until the, it. this was going until the 70s. And well, in London, it was very I'm, common. I'm a professional knocker-upper. Mate, yeah. we're here. We're, look, we're podcasters. We're here with a professional FIFA player. And we're the one that's kind of moaning about the state of like, our, you know, these are incredible. These knocker-uppers. But also, they might have the skill set here. Like there are professional cuddlers, especially in Japan. Maybe the way they wake you up also makes it where you don't feel defensive. You're not waking up with a lot of passion and energy. You're waking up ready and fused. Do we you're, know you're anything good to go. about It's like the... you didn't need caffeine. You had a knocker-upper instead of the caffeine. Do we know anything about the job itself? Like did it pay well back then? Not tremendously well, but there was a, there's a problem <laughs> over who would- <laughs> can't, can't pay well. There was, the training has to be short on that one. The, 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 <laughs> like, what, what, what does the training look like? Yeah. Hey, let's uh, test that. Okay, it's a light that knock. We're good to go. All well, right. You, you talk about that, but that was a big. It was a big problem that uh, other people would be woken up by the knocker. So they need to maximize their efficiency, right? And and maximize how many people are paying for them. If one person's paying, but the next four people are all being woken up, you're losing business there. So they needed to give them soft taps to make sure that only ah. the people that they were paid by would be the ones woken up. I feel like this is a very high profile thing to employ. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you'd have to be rich, quite affluent. It sounds, to, it sounds very affluent. To have this. A little bit a, bit, a little bit like the Queen. Well, no, you know? most of them would, I think, dockers, right. which is not an affluent job. People that worked on the docks, yeah, right? They basically move yeah, yeah, cargo yeah. in and out of boats. They kept very unusual hours because it was all governed by rising tides. That's so a they... fantastic counterpoint. Hmm? It's a counterpoint. Yeah, of course, a counterpoint. You so made we... an argument yeah. about... It's what we do having... on No, no, but that, that makes a lot of sense. If you're waking up in the middle of the night, you actually need help. How else are you going to get up? Yeah, exactly. It's a good fact. I like it a lot. And also, I like the fact that I'd be good at this job. Thank you very much. I just gave him a handshake. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's my fact of the day so far. We yeah, have to talk that. Yeah. I like that. That's okay. good stuff. I wasn't ready for that. It took me in a different place. I, I misinterpreted where you were going. And then where you ended up, I like it. Welcome to the Train Happy Podcast with me, Tally Rye. This is the podcast that helps you have a feel-good relationship with fitness, food, and body image. Each week, we'll be digging into an intuitive and inclusive approach to our health and well-being as we're joined by leading experts, friends of mine, and you to hear more about the journey of letting go of diet culture and feeling good in the skin you're in. It's a podcast for everyone, no matter what body you're in. You can find us wherever you found this podcast. Just search Train Happy wherever you get your podcasts and hit follow. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mike, I've got a quick question. How much do you enjoy bright purple, orange, and pink merch? I really enjoy purple as a color. Great. A little right. lavender makes me very happy. Great. Well, if what you about in the form of I just sock? bought a new pair of pink shoes. Sock, they came maybe? in yesterday. I'll wear a pink sock, sock and play yeah. basketball in it. Great. I don't know what the relevance of all of this is yet. Well, you're a man, you know, you do a lot of presenting, as you said, with basketball, with soccer. You make content online. You're a man well-versed in the internet. So... You would love to head to baffledpod.com where you can get so much chef's kiss worth of merch. But if you, if you love t-shirts and socks that m- maybe make you stand oh, out. Hold on. Tote bags. Tote bags as well. You got a bowl. Bowl. I you, came in with three tote bags today. Uh, a triple tote. You we, saw the triple tote. We I knew this bags. was coming, by the way. I'm just letting you go. I got you. It's baffledpod.com. If you want a fourth tote bag that's slightly above market rate, so you're slightly overpaying, Get yourself the baffle. I think the market rate in New York is about twenty-five to thirty-five dollars per tote bag. Oh, exactly. Well, it's cheap in New York. Effectively, you're getting it for free. There we go. Connor, give us your last fact of the show. Mike Jonah Hill. You like Jonah Hill? I do like Jonah Hill, but I didn't think he was that good in the new movie. Right, you're gonna. Yeah, I agree. You're gonna like this. Jonah Hill. Fake ending. Sorry. You're gonna like this. Jonah Hill had to go to the hospital for bronchitis while filming The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, what a movie! For seven months straight. He was snorting vitamin D almost daily, pretending it was a cocaine, and it sent him to hospital. Three weeks he was in hospital recovering because he was snorting vitamin D, making it look like cocaine for the film. Why would that send you? Why would that give you bronchitis? Which well, is ill. Overdosed on vitamin D doesn't lower your immune system when you OD on vitamins. He's not like doesn't do you any favors. He's also not in the best shape. You, as you like just pee out, huh? You piss it out. What, sniffing vitamin D every day? But we also don't know the quantity that he was sniffing. Well, based on Wolf of Wall Street. A lot, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, if you right. do anything at an extreme amount, it's going to be problematic. Yeah, but vitamins, you just piss it out. We don't know what, what consumption levels were. I'd like to know like what his daily consumption level of vitamin D looks like. We out. You do? No, you Insane have... levels of sniffing vitamin D. No, I, I don't know if it's the vitamin D. I think it might just be the, act, the action of the sniffing. 
and maybe the stuff that's also in the, the vitamin tablets, right? I think it's hard for your body to get rid of that much vitamin D. Like he's not- Maybe you're doing your liver no good. Yeah, and, we, and again, we there's a key point of this fact that we don't have is what is the average consumption daily or weekly of vitamin D, which I think is very important here. Also, Jonah Hill, respectively, is a little bit of a heavier set guy. He's a big dude. Lost weight now. Yeah, yeah, he's been leaning up. But I'm just saying, like, you know, while you're consuming all this snorting, also, even for your nose, it can't be good for your nose. Like, I'm not a nose expert. I don't you even know. smell that well. But, God. like, I, I just think that that can't be good. No. We should, His we... allergies got to be all messed up. Yeah, yeah I'm reading here. He, like, he was really not well. It really, really, really affected him. Big wow. time. But, like, is there anything that we consume for our nostrils other than air? Actually, as well, in terms of like how yeah, much I guess he a was, daily consumption, it's a weird consumption. I guess seven months he was snoring it for every day. Daily every seven day. months? That's strong. You think as well? How He's lucky to have a nose. How long is he shooting as well? <laughs> I don't know. You think like shooting as well? Right, right. Like, so he's like, like yeah, yeah. About a few hours a day. A few hours a day. That's a lot of snorting, bro. And based he's on not doing it in every scene. We it? don't know how often he's doing it. They got to do retakes of him snorting. You gotta go for it. Vitamin D. You have to. And somebody told me, like, you're getting healthy probably doing that. You have to. Like, was there not a better way to do it? I'm sure there was, but it's a good stat. I never thought about it. And they put him in hospital. And it's all for a good film, though. Great film. Well, actually, that's an epic film. That will live on for many, many years. Top film. One of the best. It was worth it. Three months for whatever. What did we get? 12, 15 years at least. Maybe longer. I don't love the film. You don't love the film? Ah, it's that's a cold classic. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a long film. It's just a classic. There's a, there's a lot of shouting. Get it down to 90 minutes and we can talk. It, it's very memeable. A lot of okay, that's what it is. That we're at that. Thank you very much. Mike, give us your last fact of the show. It's going to be a tough one to top. And I didn't get the memo, but I went all New York fans. But that's because we're in New York. <clears throat> yeah. As a New York man. So, many people did not know and do not know that the yellow cab was originally red and green i heard i've well, heard about why, this do, do we know why the big change actually it's due to a woman it was for his woman that it changed in 1912 i think it was albert rockwell is the name can you check i'm kind of doing off the dome here but it did deal with a woman i think she liked the color yellow and it became the yellow cab but it was not the first place to have a yellow cab and it was imported in like 1907 or 1906 from france and then we had the red and the uh the green i do think that the yellow cab is more iconic than red and green oh wait that you i would even know i'd never know there was a red or a green if i hadn't read this somewhere if yeah. i hadn't been told so this, I red or green or red and green red and green yes so that's still the same as red or green. Yellow cap so much right? better. Yeah. Isn't it the same and and or in that case would yeah, be the Yeah, yeah, it's okay. all the same. Yeah, yeah. But the yellow cap. is what you want. And it's gotta be the old have, school. Wait, one. have you taken a yellow cap? You had to have done it. Please. I have done it in my previous but New York. But not times. on this trip. Have you taken a yellow cap? I have before, yeah. Okay. Well, have you taken a yellow cap? So this man over here has not taken a yellow Never cap. Never know. We have to call yellow cab for him. You have to wave it though. We're not gonna wave it for you. You have to wave it down. And then you have to have the conversation with the yellow cab driver because that's always the best one. Mm. How good is your impression of a New York taxi driver? There's not a lot that goes into that. They don't the talk. Conversation. They no, don't sometimes talk. they have a nice little chat. It doesn't sound like that. Um, um, you know, you're probably right. Where are you going? The big thing is they want to know the intersection, not an address. That's probably the biggest change. If you ever come to New York, you never give them an address to get a yellow cab. Ready, I'll tell you what, Mike. Let's okay. roleplay this. Okay. Oh, I like that. I'm a Brit, right? I get in the cab. No, we're, 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 gonna do, we're gonna do a typical Brit, right? Hi, mate. Yeah, can you just take me to um, the Gallivant in Times Square, please? 
they'll take you there because they know where Times Square is. So, but you're the cab driver. All right, I'd be like, sure. sure. Right, sure. So, so mate, you're not so, getting more than sorry, that. Sorry, mate, quickly I... though, before I get in, how much is that cab going to be? We'll find out. No, but I I need to just roughly know, roughly from here to Times Square, how much checking that will cost, like, roughly? Less than $60. Mm, it's too expensive for me. Well, that's a big range. No, but that's just too much. Then maybe we're not the ride for you. Uh, I thought you cared about getting there on time. Right. So should I get out? Your call. I mean, you're with a lady right See, now. See, the problem with the yellow cab drivers. It's awkward. It's not easy. You get a black cab, but, you wanna, price. but you want to know the price. They're not going to give you the price because the traffic impacts the price. Have you ever been in a black cab? Yes. And they give you a price. Uh, well, they can give you an estimate. How much? Or a this road to this road, forty-two pound. Well, I can give you that, but it's always going to be more than what it could be if you didn't have traffic. And they yeah. like a chat. The black cab drivers love a chat in London. Oh yeah, they'll go love around. A chin so you, I've been past my restaurant before, and gone back around in a circle and then back again just because they like the chat. But I think the English love a chat. Uh, I, I, no, no, I would no, actually no. say that the, the English are very skilled. Oh, no, no, we host the podcast. Yeah, yeah, but it's irrelevant, and but not not all not all British people host podcasts. I, I can no, but as in having been in New York, right, for like a few like a, a I, few I think days. English people are skilled in the, the form of artelect. Skilled, artelect. skilled, but don't. artelect. I can't talk. How many beers have I had? Artelec? That's not what I'm looking for. What's the word I want right here? Artelec? Isn't that when no, you in big for fossils? No, just, that's not what I want at all. They're skilled oh. in being quite Don't articulate. Be, like, crazes better they're skilled right in being articulate. Articulate. That's what I was looking but for. They Whoa. are skilled, but they don't I enjoy to, it. Articulate is what it. I wanted, and I just made it an artifact because they, they made me, they keep feeding me drinks. They don't ah. enjoy it. They do not enjoy it. I want an articulate artifact, but I think that the English are skilled in the art of conversation yeah. in many regards. So therefore you want to showcase that. No, if you've been practicing, you've been reading, you've got a lot to go with. No, like a little back and forth, a little banter. A little I like, know, because uh, I tell you, you what it take, is. Who's more clever? No, because what it's doing is we might be skilled, but it's also, you know, you're pushing our biggest fear, which is like having to kind of talk to a stranger, having mm. to kind of do more than our worth. Our worth at that stage is, I, you know, I'm paying you your money to, for you to take me north of the river, wherever it is, for you to take me from A to B. I, I don't I don't want more I don't want to push this if I may I just found out about this show recently in the UK I think it's who's lying to me yeah that uh, show is absolutely called? brilliant you know the show who's called? lying to me who's, no, lying, who's no, lying is it anyway no, no not, not that show, show. What's it called? It's, it's they're the, lying they're trying to lie you gotta see if it's true or false would I lie to you would I lie to you I just found about the I found about the show two weeks ago that is top tier entertainment. Mm. I've watched so much of Would I Lie to You. A lot of awkward British people, right? It's incredible. But that is a definition of a skilled back and forth with storytelling, being able to articulate your ideas, your concepts, how you want to produce this, mm-hmm. being quick-witted. I think it's a good example. Yeah. Very much from a cultural perspective. But you, you have to think, those people that you see there are all like top tier comedians or mm. actors. That's a tiny sliver of the population. The majority of us, we don't like much, it? Oh. We don't like talking to anyone. Before we um, wrap up the podcast for today, this has been a very different type of episode. Hasn't I, it? We've been in a restaurant, the drinks have been flowing. I think this is a new angle for Baffled. One last fact. You know the phrase a swan song? This is your swan song? This is my swan song. You're, you're singing fight song. Your send-off. Oh. You know what a swan song is? A send-off. Yeah, your, your, your swan song is it's your last big... Feet. Kaboom. Messi scoring a free kick, for instance, in the Champions League. Well, Messi winning the World Cup final is effectively his swan song. Are you going to any of those games? Thing. Any Champions League games? No. Am I going? Yeah. No. Oh. You're going to get a ticket. I'm going to go to Milan if you want to go to that one. Yeah, great. Are you, to, you able to just. Maybe. Yeah. 
it's potential to facilitate. But Milan, like Inter versus AC, yeah. is going to be special. Milan derby. Yeah, it will and, be there. Yeah, and, yeah. That's just very close. Like an hour and a half flight for you. Yeah. Great. Um, and then we can compare the pizza from here to there. As long as Great. anyone but City wins it, that's yeah. perfect. Just so that you know, you're I'm fucked. Okay with that. Why now? He's drowned out. Yeah. We're going to Milan. Yeah. By, or Istanbul for the finals would be fantastic. Right. I'd love to, but you're not yeah. getting free tickets. Swan you're just song. getting tickets. What are, you, what are you getting for me? Well, it's because the old belief, which has proved to not be true, was that swans did this for their life. <laughs> but then right before they died... Hold on, hold I wasn't on. ready for that. What? But then right before they died, they made a beautiful sound, a beautiful, wilt- like, lilting, flowing noise. That's what people believe. Like, yeah, no. so we've had the oh, oh, express oh. yourself. No, I'm expressing with my full capability. I'm not going to sing NWA, but that's fine. Uh, they, they, they <laughs> this beautiful lilting noise. That's what people believe. So they made this huge phrase called Swan Song, and it turns out it's not true. I'd love yeah. your opinion on that, Mike. I'd Do love we have your a opinion. vote? Do we have a vote on today's facts? This just. That's a good fact. I still think you're just because I sang NWA Express Yourself doesn't I, mean the fact is good. I think the the best fact of the day, if it's not, I went all New York facts. I obviously had a bias. I thought that's where we were heading. That was not the direction we went in. I still really like your knocker upper. Yeah, I, I, it talks to me. Where does that rate on? That's a high rated fact. It was un, I wasn't ready. It took me in a different direction. We had context. You had a fireback. You had a rebuttal. Yeah. If I'd have rapped, I was also thinking like, what could that actually mean? Uh, if I'd have rapped the knocker up a fact like I was Ice Cube, would that have been better for you? I would have. I, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm like high regard. Like, I've got it like beat. it's not an S tier, but it's an A tier fact. A tier is like top quality. I just hold on. So 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 a swan throughout their life. What was the noise? <laughs> Seconds, gentlemen. I grew up near Oxford. Yeah. I don't have a last name. Great, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Two years. How's it gone? Amazing. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Great. So we're taking the shots. We've had these sitting there. We need to take these. Yeah. Oh, sick. Let's come on. Let's have a yeah. shot. Yeah. 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 You need to give it two years. Yes. Good for you. Thank you. We having a shot? Yes. Thank you so much. How's the podcast going? It's going really well. Adam? Yeah, just chatting and eating a lot. Um, Actually, actually I'm doing the podcast. They just want to eat a lot of food. Cheers, guys. Congratulations. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Hello. Oh. Baffles. We take that. We we'll take that. Thank you so much, ladies. Enjoy your night. Thank you for popping by. Thank you for the show. Take care. Congrats on two years as well. How cool. See you guys. Enjoy. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Keep doing what you're doing. Whatever you guys are doing. I'll be back. That's an interesting situation. So we were greeted by fans on the podcast, and 
I think the bit that was confusing for me is they grew up in England but didn't know where. And Oxford is also like well outside of London. I was trying it's to be. Bit, no, it's a bit. It's a bit like just. Uh, it's a bit like. Wait, someone, why are you laughing? Is that not true? No, I was just thinking the same thing. I was it's like, that's like, not even like in the mix no, at all. What it's, it's a bit like someone saying they grew up in New York and they. <laughs> no, they tell me Long Island. I got you, dog. Yeah. I, no, I it's further here. away than they, that. Um, in the scope of the UK, it's further away. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's like, like growing up in Detroit. No, no, no. We're just like, going to wrap this up. New Jersey. She, no, no. She, she Put got, that in somewhere. She grew up near. She, she grew up near Oxford. My guess is Dagnum. Which is further away. Yeah. That's it from us. <laughs> Have you got any more questions hey, about I've, got, I've got a fact. They didn't grow up in London <clears throat> and not in Oxford. Fact. Hey, listening in. It's a uh, great podcast today. I'd say this is one of my favorites. If in you're, terms of audition, I think we've found it. If, if you're, you know, you're, you're listening and you're, you think this has been loose, literally, <laughs> literally in about two seconds, we're about to uh, do another podcast with Brandon Faye. But he's a better drinker than me. I have two drinks and I'm like out of the game. Well, yeah, I will say is if, not- you, uh, if you are looking for a really delightful episode, listen next week. Wait, we should also shout out Brandon's spot. If you're ever in New York, yeah, it's Pats in West Village. Hudson, man. Very it's, good. It's, it's also like creme de la creme. This is like one of the best areas in New York. Pats of Hudson. And then what's the, what's the other place called in Chelsea? Where'd you go? Oh, no, uh, so pasta this, by Hudson in Chelsea. So this, and this is, is the Perry Club. The Perry Club, Perry Club. by Pasta by That's Hudson. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But it's lovely. Because nothing's like Village, a short name. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, 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 really it's nice been incredible. We Mike, I will say it's been a pleasure. No, I'm, I'm really happy that we got to, to Rio. We yeah. met, I guess, five years yeah, ago? Yeah, so six years back, ago. But me and Mike met a long time ago. And um, and now we're here, which has been wonderful. In New York, making podcasts. Yeah. Who would have thought? He didn't have facial hair then. And then he's... He doesn't now. Doesn't have facial hair. And now I've only got just, above the top lip. Just one last thing before we go. Bef- Are you going to talk about your song Before a swan dies. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad that you knew what was coming. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. I'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.